Support the Love Thy Neighbor podcast network at anchor.fm slash Anthony dash Wilson slash support. Again, anchor.fm slash Anthony dash Wilson slash support. If you'd like to give a one-time gift, go to dollar sign A Wilson 2273 on your cash app. God bless you. Why those give so much feedback? Uh, here, let me do this, and we'll just kind of add more volume to it. Yeah, there's no, there's no speaker on them, so I don't, I don't get it. Mm-mm. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, what is up, people? We are live. This is your boy Pastor TC, and uh, truly, again, uh, my boy Apostle Anthony Wilson, and we here love that neighbor podcast, and we have a lot of things to talk about today, man. I, I'm very excited about today's subject. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. We're in here. Um, service was great. Um, again, much shout out to my community yesterday. We had a good time in the word and this real transparent moment about Jesus and the real Jesus and how he's called us out of this world, mm. you know, versus the one we're hearing about in church is, is really trying to bind us to this world. And so we talked about the image, you know, how this, this new. Jesus or this pseudo Jesus is mm. kind of like this equivalent to uh, a carved image in their day, you know, in a sense. And so, because we were talking yesterday about idols in, in a way, you know, because yeah, we all, we all got carved images. There's no, we're not in the streets of uh, <laughs> different Carl Ross slaying goats <laughs> to right. idols. I, I haven't seen it, you know. However, <laughs> you know, I right. do think the ideal of, of, of a Jesus that gives us. What we want if we do certain things or mm-hmm. obey him a certain way or say certain scriptures and, 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 and you know, and um, that's where I'm looking for, like spells. Like, it starts with C, but I just say spells. You know, the, the, we should get what we want. There's just there's a way we should do this and we should get what we want. Well, when we read the Bible yesterday, we see the Jesus of the Bible telling us to deny ourselves, to mm. forsake this world. And that itself was scandalous. And it came from a transparent moment. Because I had a rough week last week, so I'm talking about my week right here, where I was really upset with God because I was coming to a head of uh, realizing that I had allegiance, if you would, to this uh, false image of who Jesus was. And so I'm up here telling God, how come you won't let me be me, let me be great? And I think God, you know, if he could, well, he does talk back. But I think if, if I heard it this way, it would be like, how come you're not letting me be me? Mm. And so um, I realized that, you know, through, through many discipleship last week, uh, we, we talked about it all week in a weird way. We, we talked about it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I dealt with Thursday, Friday, you know, talking to my wife. And I was like, man, I think I'm wrong, mad God for the wrong reason. You know, the things I want are the things of this world, mm. and he wants to save me from this world. But truthfully, I, I love the things of this world. But if I be honest with myself further, I do feel trapped. <laughs> you know, a whole week of apex, no scripture, no discipleship, man. I probably feel like my life is meaningless because there's always someone better. There's always better content. There's always a better streamer on Twitch. And you feel hopeless. I'm like, God save me from that. Right, and so maybe it's not glitz and glamour as I think it is, and so I had to come to those realization, and I think I'm, it's not going to be my last time. I think I'm going to grow in this. I was telling my chat that yesterday that this is not a uh, 
a one-time thing. You're, we're going to be growing in this. I think you get stronger in it. You get more confident in who Jesus is and, and what he's done for you and what he saved you from. But it's a process. So, you know, we're really good stream yesterday. I was really, really blessed. Man, I feel like a lot of people said, man, it really was on point for them. They was like, man, this is so on time. So that's where I was at for the week. Uh, can't really complain too much. I'm excited for next week. My wife is off tomorrow. So, you know, we get to kick it a little bit, you know, after discipleship and probably watch some shows. <laughs> you know, we usually we usually hang out pretty pretty tough when she's off. So I'm, I'm really excited about that, man. What's going on with you, Apostle? Hey, nothing much. Uh, my week probably was like yours um, in a sense that you, you, you just go through your individual private battles, yeah. right? And, um, and as you learn to win those battles, those internal battles, those... You know, mental struggles that, that you go through, um, you come out on the other side of it wiser, um, more connected to God, with great revelation, um, and you're like, okay, this is this is uh, this is this life. This life walking with Jesus um, is not, you know, like you said, um, acquiring things and yeah. gaining this world, and it's really gaining Him. Man, you know. Paul said that I might know him. Yeah. You know, in the in the power of in in the fellowship of his suffering and the power of his resurrection, that I may be conformed to his death. Mm-hmm. Paul was like, I I, w- I want to die so that I can live in him. Man, see, you know, that, that stuff. You know, that right I right. mean it's it's just a yeah. different view of of life, whereas we're trying to live. You know, um you get a lot of you know, we're not going to get into this today, but a lot of people arguing, you know, about the vaccination. Well, you're seeking to save your life. You're going to lose it. Like, I don't think that that's the context <laughs> I don't think that's what you meant. of that scripture. <laughs> what he's talking about is holding on to material things, holding on to the things of this world. You know, your your money, your riches, your your accomplishments and mm-hmm. saying that I'd rather go after these things than to hang on to Christ. He's not talking about, you know, like I told the guy, he's not talking about tempting the Lord, your God. Right. When Satan came to Jesus, throw yourself off the cliff. Didn't he say his angels will give charge over you? Lest you dash your foot against the stone. Well, see, Jesus didn't do that, you know, and Doing things that are reckless, like oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, take care of myself. I'm, I'm gonna eat whatever I want. I'm just gonna right. be, you know, I'm gonna drive sixty miles an hour in the thirty zone because I'm not seeking to save my life. That you know, I don't think that those are the things that Jesus was talking about. Right. You know, so um, in really dealing with that, uh, and you know, I, you're excited on one hand that. You're being persecuted for righteousness sake. But on the other hand, you're like, man, this is rough. People yeah. are hard. People, people, <laughs> people are. Eating social media has taught me is that they're hard. Uh, babe, can you do me a quick favor? Uh, I want you to grab my notebook. I meant to grab out the car earlier. We'll grab the groceries. But yeah, there's a lot of points, and I don't want to miss these. I have some notes <laughs> right. for today. But yeah, I, I think the more I share about who Jesus is from the Bible on this platform. I believe I'm going to see that more too. Got some people come in out and they were just like, yeah, you feel that. Because right. it's like, it's popular just to believe um, things that are contrary 
of that country are popular to whoever's belief it is. So if I'm extremist like that, for you to tell me that's not who Jesus is, I have a problem with you. Or if you're someone who's like, man, no, it's life is about <laughs> right. getting things and, and living my best life in Christ here. And you're like, well, no, well, bro, it's so much more. There's so much, there's so much more beauty to Christ right. than these materialistic things. It, it, it can be offensive. And that's why I enjoyed about today's word is, to me, this beautiful scandalous approach of scripture today because um one of the first ones we're going to talk about she's getting my notebook this one i just remember off top this one i struggled with all week so this one's easy you know the blessed are those who are poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of god mm. uh, i was i was struggling guys for, for two reasons there's a couple reasons um this word poor means to uh count yourself um insignificant it also means actually too big you know, so it means that, you know, it's not like a peddler, like we see like today, someone holding a sign, but for them in their time frame it was someone who, who just would do anything for work to take care of whatever they need to take care of. So that they're, they're really, uh, this view of poor is, it has a lot of humility to it. But the thing that messed me up with this word, besides being counting yourself insignificant, is the word itself. Let me, let me, let me explain. Is for us today, being poor is not noble. Right. And I like how you know, I make sure I start at it. And she's bringing all my notes. Um, Jesus is making this a noble thing. Hmm. And for us, we, we don't, that's not noble. Right. I was like, how is that, how is that noble? How is that, uh, it's bad enough you're telling me to count myself insignificant. But you're saying being poor is noble, but theirs is the kingdom of God. So you you seeing this what I have to call the setup of the century. <laughs> Jesus is setting them up for some groundbreaking teaching, and, and it's mind blowing. Not to get too ahead of myself, but these teachings don't just stop here in Matthew six um, through seven. Okay. They echo through the rest of the epistles. Yeah, and I was just my mind was blown and sir. So I, I I'm usually like a talker at church, but I was just like my head hurts. I can't believe <laughs> all the things I've been reading. They echoed these. Um, Beatitudes, and even more because, like I said, we're next week going to be talking about after the Beatitudes. Mm -hmm. But I was just messed up. But going back to being poor in spirit, I was like, "That's so scandalous." I wonder how they looked back then because that's one thing I think we and them maybe have similarity in is for them being poor wasn't a good thing, and probably for us, and not probably for us, I know for sure. Being poor is not the thing Americans are striving for. Well, what, what, one of the things looking at the, the context and the text and trying to figure out, you know, what's going on there Thank you. is that, you know, breaking down the audience and thinking about the audience in that day, the group of people that Jesus is talking to um, are people that he just ministered to, that he actually set them free from spirits and healed the sick and ministered to these people. And these were the poor. These were the broken. These were the people who were insignificant. Mm. And Jesus wanted to tell them mm. in front of, um, in opposition to, um, op opposing mm. the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Zealots all these individuals and the Romans who their idea 
of poor would have been scandalous. Whereas right. these people, you know, he's talking to, he's like, I'm actually legitimizing and noble and making noble your condition. I'm actually telling you that you're ready for the kingdom of God, even though other people would say you're not. And see, <laughs> that's okay. Because for the, for the person who these are too significant, it flips it on top of their head. Mm-hmm. But for the people who've been just trying to be humble, just trying to hunger for God, this is probably the best news. Well, not just the people humble, hungering for God, the people who were marginalized. Wow. The people who were the lowest of their society. This is good news for now. This is this is good news. Blessed. blessed. The, the, oh, right. We, uh, excuse me. Um, <laughs> forgot to talk about this word blessed. <laughs> it actually means to be happy or to be envied. And <laughs> shout out to your wife. You know, I love God, mom. She was struggling with this word. So, and and I, I see why, because the, the, the way we use happy um, in our culture today um, is so uh, it's so fleeting. It's so uh, narrow. Right. And um, superficial. So, superficial. I, so I understand it. You know, I understand why she's like, why, why is this word have to mean this? But yeah, he, he's telling them happy that you should be an envy. And you can see the envy now in this, you know, since we brought down what the poor is, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're talking about poor. We haven't got to the other ones yet, but yeah, yeah. To um, be envied, um, to be happy. So, yeah, this is this is great news for those margin of people, man, and for us too, because now that we got context of scripture for us, you know, because you might be those margin of people today. You're like, you know, I don't, I don't got a lot, man. You know, I, 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 I'm mm. not. I'm not the the best you know cold person or you know the uh, successful uh, streamer. What's up, late Leo? So I see you. I saw you there. Um, <laughs> you you know, this is for man. He's talking to me, and so I think that this is a promise that we can take to the bank, and that we should have excitement. And I want I want to take a turn here, but the reason why I'm talking about the promises of God here on stream, besides our church doing it. Is I feel like we get excited about the wrong promises, man. Right, right, right. You know, a promise like this should really have, you know, we want to talk about emotional pool. This should have emotional pool. It just should be a lot of excitement, right? But fortunately, because I, it's almost like I'm brainwashing, <laughs> um, the promise for success in the house, um, marriage relationships overshadow these promises that we're about to get into and I think what I want to do to our attempt to do today and I know you're attempting to do this is reclaim the proper promises and the and I'm gonna call it hype because we're you know you know how we do here on channel we, we hype the real hype right you know the real excitement like and, and that you can actually take the scripture and say I got proof this got is proof. unshakable Man, this is this is undeniable. Nothing can take this away, because man, and, and, you know I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to sort of get ahead of myself, <laughs> but Jesus is like, man, if, if you if you um, and he says in seven chapter seven, if if you would heed these words, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, him being the rock and, and, and us heeding these words, you're on a firm foundation. You're, you're solid. He actually says that, <laughs> you know, if we listen, hearken our our hearts says to listen our ears to him, that you're you're on good ground. But the person who does it. Right, you know, the foundation is shaky, man. He said the the winds and the wire be upon it, and it, and it broke down. So this has um, 
like to say substance, weight. And, and, I, and I like you brought that in. In Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 24 through 27, you know, Jesus comes out, to, you know, he's wrapping up this sermon. The Sermon on the Mount starts in chapter 5, verse 1, and ends in chapter 7, verse 28. And in verse 24, Jesus is doing something amazing because what he's what he's explaining to us or explaining to them first, right? Explaining to them first is that these words that I'm speaking to you will stabilize you in the kingdom of God. And he uses things that are going to happen in life. Now, now, now let's fix, let's fixate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Storms, right. Winds, waves, hurricanes. In other words, Jesus is saying this stuff is going to come. Man. Now, what yeah, is yeah. missed? Man, hold on real quick. You, you, are you getting it? Yeah, I'm getting that. Because it's always missed. He's not saying that this is going to keep these things from coming. Mm. He's saying that when these things come, okay, okay, your house will not fall. Okay. Woo. I hope, hope someone's <laughs> grabbing that because I grabbed that. I, I never. Yeah, that's why you got to slow down because these are these are real elements, real situations, real si- and, and they apply to us too, and, and for them too. To, um, so it's, it's anonymous. That man, look, if you do this, when these things happen, when they try to beat on you, when the wind's trying to rock your foundation, mm. man, if you hold on to me, like you said that. Man, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna tear your house down. It's not gonna break you. It's not gonna tear you down. But if you don't, so it, see, I just I love, you know, that if you don't, you know, I'm not making you this, this, this choice. But if you don't, you know, these, this is what could happen too. So it's like it's really upfront. Again, I, you Jesus know, being so upfront. Like you said, we're trying to capture the true promises of God, right? And in these true promises, we find out that. Jesus will make you invincible. <laughs> Where are my little takers? I, I hope y'all get in this, man. He is trying to make them unshakable, unbreakable, mm. you know, uh, undefeatable. That, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine yeah, yeah. and does them, I will liken them into a wise man who built his house on the rock. And when the rains descended, Mm. the floods came, the winds blew, and beat on that house. Mm. It did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Oh, man. I mean, come on, (laughs) man. We're we're looking... I I thought that's what we wanted. Right. Because don't you... (laughs) No one on the earth does not want security. Right. Assurance. Mm. Stability. Yes. And Jesus gives us all that right here. Well, excuse me, not right here. Do a course for us, looking at it now, do a course of uh, three chapters. For them, uh, I'm not too sure the time frame, how long it took, but for them, right. man, it's it, they, they got a foolproof plan of safety. Right. And so like God, and, and we want to find it in different places. So I'm like, yeah, this this is good stuff for me. 
and we want to find and we want we want to find it in material things. Yeah. If Jesus would say, "Those that hear my words are going to be rich and wealthy and healthy and never have any problems, never have any issues, that anytime something bad comes up, you'll just smack it down. Man. You know, you just decree that it's not real." Uh-oh. <laughs> that it is not so in my life. You can, you'll cancel it. You'll just poof, be gone. No, he says the ones that hear these words, these sayings that I have, they will be able to stand man, that, through the test. And let me say, that's more powerful <laughs> than wishing something away. Because if, 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 if indeed God is who he says he is, if the things come into your life to, to affect you, You'll need to wish him away. If he's so if he's God, which he is, he gives you the ability to withstand through it. So uh, I don't know, man. It just it it reminds me of a saying that I know you got from another pastor, but I really heard from you. That there's just some test that God just shows whatever the obstacle is, that it doesn't have a power. So for a lion, <laughs> right. the mouth is shut, for the furnace, it can burn you. And and that's why I'm hearing when I read stuff like this, you know, so yeah, it just here's hype, what, man, hype. Here, here's what uh, Jude, bond servant of Christ and the brother of James, which is the brother of Jesus. Jude, the brother of Jesus, what's what he had to say? Now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling mm. and present you faultless before his presence of his glory with exceeding great joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let all God's people say, Amen. Amen. He said, now unto him who is able to keep you from stumbling. Where do you think he got that from? Well, whoa, whoa. Where do you think he got that from? He got that from this. (laughs) He got that from the um, the, the sermon. He's like, he already told you. One more time, who's this? Jude, the brother, Jude. the brother of Jesus. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm having those moments. I was doing this in service because we, we talked about Peter and um, who, who was another one of the disciples that um, that wrote a book. And, and and you read their writing, you're like James and John. Yeah, James, Peter, there James, and John. And you're like, oh my, good God, like, dude, they're just repeating what he said. And you're like, what? Because I think sometimes we, we detach when we're reading, you know, scripture. When we're reading through the Bible, we detach. Um, I know the big one that we said a couple weeks ago is the Old Testament. A lot of times we're reading the Old Testament and we're going to the New Testament. We're like, oh, they're just two different books, right? But they all they're all connected. They're all connected. And so it's the same thing with these epistles from a James and a Peter. It's like, wait, this is connected. This is connected. They're, they're just they're just. Um, talking about what they learned from Jesus into their audience now, and so it's just like, bro, and, and that and that's the beauty of it. Yeah, and and I wish we would do a better job of connecting it. That when we're reading the Epistle of James, the Epistle of Peter, the the Epistles of John, you know, that they are teaching what they have been taught. Matthew chapter twenty-eight and verse nineteen: Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Yeah. Baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them hmm. everything that I taught you. It, yo, right. 
Right. That's what, what they were told to go do. And that's what they were doing. And that's what they were doing. And so to disconnect Peter's epistle from Jesus is to miss the whole point. Oh, my God. That whatever Peter is teaching, the foundation, the roots, the understanding, his theology, what he believed, came from what Jesus taught him. John, James, the same way. And then we find that Paul goes and spends time with Peter hmm. to glean some of the things that he did not get by revelation. Right, because I was going to ask about that. Because I'm like, okay, because Paul is echoing a lot of what Jesus taught. And I'm like, how how happened? And I slowed down. I said, oh, I keep forgetting that, you know, after Paul had experience with the road to Damascus, you know, he taught, he went to Peter. He actually got taught by the disciples. Yes. Uh, excuse me, the apostles. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, that's, that. but see, that's even more crazy. Because now I relate, I can relate to Paul more. Because just because they weren't, he wasn't there with them. Doesn't mean he doesn't continue the legacy, right. and, and it just tears down this wall of division that we like to create in the church, right? <laughs> it, it just shows me that you know, man, looking at the Bible and how they handle things was incredible. Because Peter was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a leader because I actually sat with Jesus." You did. <laughs> he was like, "No, bro, no, bro. You, you got called by God. All right, well, I'm gonna teach you what I know." Right. Let and, me and let me share. Let, and let's go. You know, there just there was no elitism, and I. Man, I'm just I'm, I'm praying for a day. I believe it will happen, where we um, tear down these walls of um, elitism, of, of, of really bad teaching, and we come together. And I, I think I think that's a powerful moment because I, I think for a while I know it's a little bit side subject concerning local churches. You feel like in a weird way it's like, well, this is just my church and we we teach this instead of really spelling like, well, actually. How can we partner with other churches? Right. And if something is wrong, how can we come together and persuade our brethren? Not saying they're wrong, don't even mess with it. I feel like that's an attitude we have in today's culture. Instead of doing what they did, you know, they 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 they, they learned something. They taught to to, um, to each other, and they, and they actually had disputes because we see it. Acts they had some yep. disputes. They had some disputes, but they but they they came to a reasonable conclusion afterwards you know and that's what i love about these councils and stuff like that i was a whole side note but I, I just love the word love seeing the word and seeing that it is possible to deal with these issues that we have today because don't they feel insurmountable because we sometimes we look at them and they feel so insurmountable right it feels impossible you know but if they overcame we can too Cause he's the same guy. See, that's the right context for that scripture. There too. it is. So, yep. yeah, yeah. You, what you about to flip open? Oh, I'm just I was looking at my notes because I know you said you had some. Oh, you had some yeah, notes that you were going to go over. Um, I'm trying to <laughs> try to contain myself, man. So this is a little quick, some so quick, um, some quick history notes. So you know how we do, guys. We believe in context, so we'll give you guys first off Matthew five one through six. That's what we've been talking about so far. Um, but the audience that he is talking to is actually four people. That messed me up today. And, the, you know, these four people um, are the, the first or the first four disciples, which is Andrew, Peter, James, and John. I was, I thought he had a crowd of people. It was a crowd of people. But it wasn't. But the, those were the only of his disciples there. At the time. At the time. So, okay, because that's all I want to clarify. Thanks for clarifying that. I found that very interesting. Um, 
And so the, that's this little background. That's the audience that he's talking to. Okay? And Jesus is teaching about the kingdom of God, the gospel, the Beatitudes. And so going into this, um, we already talked about poor. Those who mourn, I think this one took me by surprise. I thought I knew all about this one. But there's two types of mourning. And forgive me if I um, hover more on the second one than the first. Of course, you got the first mourning, what deals with loss and hurt. Lose someone that you love. Right, right, um, right, right. Something tragic happens in your life, it hurts. You know, things like that. You know, pain, you know. Um, Though he, he does comfort that. Yes. You know, and absolutely. And, you know, and I believe that I'm a witness of that this year, having a um, a year and a half while my mom being gone. Man, Lord has been comforting me, still comforting me, man. I still have rough days. So I, I know about that one, but this other one, I think, took me by surprise. Regret and sin. Mm. And I never equated when you're broken over sin. Mm. When you're when you're hurt, when you're distraught, when you realize you blew it, mm. here comes God's comfort. Wow. And I <laughs> I was <laughs> I was taken back, man. And I, I need you a lot of scriptures in there. We had James four, nine, one through ten, which I just talked about, which mm-hmm. actually I'm going to do the liberty of reading to you guys. Because <laughs> when I read this now, keep number two in the back of your head. The, the regret of uh, the regret and the sin and really tie us together to God's comfort because man we're, we're I, I can't I know you've been kind of like flirting with this one mm-hmm. but I wonder if you're <laughs> actually going to preach on this one because I know it's one of your favorite chapters uh, well for sure this, 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 these these lines of verses yes. 9, through, 9, 9 through 10 are your like we were, we've been chewing on this for a couple weeks so that's what I'm going to focus on um, James 4 9 through 10 and it says, lament and mourn and weep and let your laughter be turned um, into mourning and your joy into gloom. Humble yourself in the sight of God, in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. So I'm like, hold on real quick. When you're feeling this brokenness, mm. when, you're, when you're feeling like, man, lost, like I blew it with him. He don't, he don't want, God's like, I, I, I want to draw near. I want I want to come close. I wonder if half the people who struggle with sin, if this was preached, mm. I wonder. Well, I I think it'll take the roof off because I I think and I like how you wrote this down because she's like you know what you need to feel that mm. you need you need to feel that. I think there's weirdness. Is here we we want to keep you condemned or we don't want you to feel at all. Right. Right. <laughs> right. It doesn't seem like there's dreams. Right. But no, feel. Feel, feel that more. Like he said, a bit more. He's <laughs> did some heavy stuff. He's like, bro, feel that. Feel that. Feel that thing, man. And man, once you feel it, let God humble you. I mean, let God come in. Let God come in and comfort you. Let, let him lift you up. I, I'm glad you used this, uh, this particular verse 10. Let, let, him, let him lift you up. Because the picture is... You know, and, and I wish I would have did this in the sermon, but it's okay. That the when you think about the Jew and the way they lamented and mourned, you know, when something went wrong or they messed up, they would rip their clothes. Yeah, man. They would grab dirt off the ground and throw it on their heads. And they would just put their face to the ground and not want to be looked at. Mm. 
you know, that's what they're hearing. When we hear lament and mourn, we're like, okay, be sad. When they hear it, hmm. they hear rip your clothes, fall right. down on the ground, right? Throw dirt <laughs> on your head. Just humiliate yourself. And then God reaches his hand out hmm. and lifts you up. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think it was Joshua uh, mm. in, in Joshua uh, chapter 7 after he took the defeat at Ai he went and he fell on the ground and he tore his clothes and he said God they, they, they're going to laugh at us they're, they're, mm. what, are, what, what, do you, what are they going to think of you if they see your, fee, your people defeated and God let him have his temper tantrum yeah, yeah. and then he looked at Joshua and and he said, stop it. Yeah, stop it. Get up from there. And get up. Yeah, get up from there. <laughs> get up. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and to know that God's, he, he's big enough to handle your emotional outburst. Mm. And he'll let you go through your process. And he just waits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let it burn. Let it hurt. Yeah. Let yeah, it. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yes. You. Yeah. Yeah. You messed up pretty bad. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Okay, you you you, you done? Uh, what do I do now? Get, get up. up. <laughs> get up. Take my hand. You 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 mean you you still love me? Of course. Yeah. Man, see, you, you you mean you still care? Yeah. Yes. Man. <laughs> you, you you don't want to throw me away? No. I'm not willing for anyone to perish. That that's comfort. <laughs> that is the affirmation. Of love right there. You know, cause like I said, people got two extremes. Zero, I got to be myself with God as one me, so I throw myself away. Right. Or there's, there's no there's no weight to what I've done. Right. You know, is Oh, don't worry about it. God forgives you. Right, don't... Explain it away. Like, <laughs> like you said earlier, explain it. You were just grieving or you just, you know. It's like not that bad. It's not, man, it was just you had a bad day. No, you blew it, man. Mm. You, it, you know, like, like in Acts 2. Yeah, man. Unless they were cut to the heart, mm. they they weren't going to repent. As long as they thought, oh well, yeah, it's no big deal. It's when they were cut to the heart, man, that they said, well, "What do we do? Mm. We, we messed <laughs> up. We messed up big time. We we killed our hope. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, because for for Jewish culture, right, the, the Messiah, the they believed the Messiah that he was coming." And they they thought he wasn't it, <laughs> and so when these events took place, they was like, "Oh my God, did we really do that?" <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, you know, it, I just love these pictures of scripture because it's like we want to run away from that. Like, man, no, embrace that. You know, yes, yes, God will comfort you, but the comfort comes once you understand. And I, I have a point right here, um, and I think. This one got me. I'm not sure if it's from Mark six or ten. I'm just going to read the point. Um, you can never get um, you can never get God's comfort if you comfort yourself. There it is. It's from this point. It's um, going back to James. So um, man, this one messed me up because if you man. try to explain away and comfort yourself, if you try to justify things, try to blow past it. That is the only comfort you get. So God cannot come and comfort you. What, what, what I'm hearing 
which is actually in the same context of scripture. Mm-hmm. If you're prideful, then the, the God can't do nothing with pride. He resists. He resists. Man, but if you're like, bro, I messed up. Right. God's just like, it's, it's, um, it, it is instantaneous. It's like, oh, God's like, yeah, I got you. You know, I, I messed up. I got you. You know, it almost is like you smack his hand away. Well, it ain't that bad. Yeah, you know, it's cool. So do you want to get from there or, right. or not? You know, so it's like I'm having this picture. So I wrote that down. I was like, man, that's, you know, and, and I, didn't, I didn't have a chance to go deeper in that. But another thing that came to mind when, you know, you can't receive God's comfort when you comfort yourself is that so often we will comfort our failure with another sin. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> it's not that bad. I'm not stuck with this girl. I'm just using an example. But I'm going to give me a drink now. Right. I'm going to go get high so I don't have to think about it. I might go, you know, do porn to release the, these these harsh feelings, you know. And, and, and people that don't struggle with that, they don't understand that these are comforts. Right. Because a lot of people are like, how's that? How's that comfort? Right. They're like, what? That's what, how? How's that do anything for you? But the person that struggles with that knows exactly right because why they're going there. Being being that person, <laughs> I say I smoke, but I've turned to other things. You feel good in that moment. Yeah. Like you feel horrible going into it, but then when you start doing another sin, you're like, man, this this feels great because it's taking my mind to previous sin. But then it stacks up. Because you're like, oh, this wasn't right either. Right, right. The thing I did before wasn't right. And you just keep going in this hole, going deeper and deeper. It stacks up. And, and depending on if you're a Christian or not, if you have Holy Spirit or not, uh, you begin to numb. Yeah. You begin to numb out. You know, I, Lord's Lord speaking to the Christian, you begin to feel numbness because you're, you're going away from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's not deadness. leaving you, but you're, you're going away from Him. And it, it begin, yeah, deadness. You feel like, Man, I, I don't feel God anymore. I can't hear him. I can't hear him calling. Because you're 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 more deeper and deeper in it. And everyone knows what a hole. This is just a simple analogy. A deeper hole is the hardest you can you can call out. It's the deeper is to hear mm. you from a deep place. Literally. So that that's what's literally happened. But what's so good about God, mm. even in that deep place, that right. deep dark pit, mm. if you humble yourself and you say, God, and I'm trying not to get to righteousness, I'm trying to clean myself. <laughs> <laughs> but God, I'm wrong. I need, I need help. I need help. I need help. Save me. God will jump down that pit and get you. The Bible says that whoever calls upon, upon the, the name people. of the Lord, <laughs> yes, 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 shall be saved. Oh my God! And, and 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 we don't think about it like that. We've we miss out on God's comfort because again, we have a wrong view of God. Mm. The God that we say we love and the God that we say loves us, we also think that he's petty. Right. We also think that he's looking to pay us back for every wrong that we've done. Mm. You know, we, we view him as he saw what I did. I know he's mad at me. He don't keep me in that pit. He don't make me have a timeout. But we're ah, reading scripture bro. and he says, happy to be envied. Here we go again. Are those who mourn 
for they shall be comforted. In other words, when I get to that point where I'm broken over my sin, he will turn my frown upside down. Right, which was a <laughs> sub point I wrote down. Comfort changes the condition. Ooh. I said, man, he, so I was a little That's mad right stuff. Too, I went to the bathroom. And talked about this, That's issues. good stuff. <laughs> I missed a lot of point where I was listening from the bathroom, which I'll touch you a But I said, that, that, was, that was good. Because you, you put it with one and two. Yes. For those who've lost, man, of course, you'll see him again. But no, God is in that morning, that sadness with you. When he right. comes in that thing, he turns your frown. So it's happened to me. Quick testimony. Um, I lost my mom. Uh, it's been a year and a half now. And I remember I had a week where, truthfully, y'all, I couldn't stop crying. <sighs> I was driving. I do Ubers. I was just trying to keep pressing on in life. And I just could not. Stop crying. I, and then uh, my mind got kind of really dark. I started thinking about, well, if I lose my wife. And I just really was messed up, man. I was in a, uh, spiraling out of control. I was really spiraling. And um, I was listening to worship music. I was reading the word. And the Lord came. And I tell you, when he came, the tears I was crying that couldn't dry up turned into a smile. I literally mm. smiled <laughs> and I began to worship God. And that was my first, I believe, real encounter with comfort, man. Because I'm like, that didn't make sense to me and I was glad. You ever be, be glad about something not making sense? But I'm like, that's God. That's 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 what he's talking about in the scripture. Yeah. It, it, it did change my condition. But man, it, it hits harder because there's been times I've sinned and messed up bad. Mm. And I, I begin to flash back today. And I'm like, I blew it. But wait a minute, when I went to the Lord, I'm like, hey, man, I blew it here. I need you. Again, my continent, my face, my attitude, my condition changed because he came in. And, man, if I could get someone excited about that, I don't know who's listening right now. I don't know where you are. I don't know what you've been through. You know, this is how it really should be done. <laughs> According right, to scripture. right. You, if you made a drastic mistake, man, mm. if you, you've done something drastic, I want to encourage you right now, man. If you call upon the Lord, man, he will save you, man. It's never too late. Blessed are those who mourn, for you shall be confident, man. If you cry to the Lord, the Lord will come in, you know, and, and that's real stuff. I want I want to encourage someone. I want you I want you to grab this. I need to park here this Holy Spirit moment, but I want you to grab this. There's just nothing you could ever do that can separate you from God. I'm telling you, man, those who, I mean, I have to say it again, those who call upon the name of the Lord will not be put to shame, man. He won't let you down. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> go ahead. I, Isaiah 61, he said that um, that he would give them beauty for ashes. Man. The oil of joy for mourning. Mm. Oh, hold up. Hold up. <laughs> All right. All the right. oil of joy. There you go. For mourning. Mm-hmm. And the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And he's telling Israel this in the midst of uh, captivity. And so if he's telling them this in their worst situation. My God. In their darkest time. And there's two things that have happened. They have messed up. Yeah. They were they're blowing it. They, they have blown it. But they also lost a lot. So when Jesus is talking about this... I know that Jesus knows Isaiah 61. Absolutely. Because I because Jesus actually quotes it hmm. earlier in Luke 4. He says that right. the Spirit the of the Lord, Lord is, is upon, upon me. Okay. Yeah. I was the, okay. That's God. the same passage. 
It's the same passage. And, 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 and mm. it's a beautiful thing. So we know that Jesus has this in the back of his mind when he says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. He knows that he promised that God promised Israel beauty for ashes, the oil of joyful mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And so now he promises his listeners the same thing. And some would say, OK, well, he's only talking to Jewish people. He's not talking to us. Here's the here's the issue. If you are mourning. Oh, my God. Then this is not isolated. Oh, my God. To only comforting Israel. Oh, my God. This is isolated to those who are in Christ. Man. And so. Because there's neither no Jew, no Greek. I can't see the rest of them. But, right. But, and it's the truth. And, and we know it because James teaches the Christians the same thing. He doesn't teach them something different. He teaches them the same thing. This is rich. <laughs> it's too rich. Guys, I got two more left. And I know we're, we're hitting our time. Who's that on uh, somebody? Oh, like, that's that's babe. Okay. All right. She, she's supporting. She, 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 she's getting hers. <laughs> okay, we got two more. I'm going to try to get these out. I know we're about to get um, over an hour. I know I usually keep these an hour. But I, kinda, I really want to talk about these. So if you can bear with me a little bit longer, um, podcast listeners, Anchor, um, Twitch. Man, I, I'm telling you, man, there's some stuff that we're... <laughs> this is too good. We're going to talk about meekness. Mm-hmm. Now, meekness messed me up, too. So... I've, I've never approached this scripture with this mindset. First off, I've never slowed down to think about it. And I love how you, you really took your time and broke this one down. But guys, if the meek inherit the earth, how do they do it? <laughs> because what we see, uh, we have an army right now. We have an army. What they do is they go in, they defend, they subdue, they take. Uh, most armies in the past... You talk about Alexander the Great. Uh, you talked about the Roman Empire. They, it's, especially dealing with this uh, context of scripture, they took. Right. When they wanted something, they forcefully took it. Mm. This messed me up because when you brought that up, that's what well, well, actually, well, how, how, how do the meek actually do it then? <laughs> how do they do it? Well, it's very simple. The kingdom of God. Mm. You're like, okay, what's if it's God's kingdom, he subdues, he takes. The meek trust God. I said, um, I, I know I was contained <laughs> while I was writing it, but I said, no, what? Oh, what? <laughs> I was like this. So this attitude of meekness is more deeper because I, I was one of those people that call it meekness doesn't make me weak, but I'm glad you said that, that doesn't even matter. Right. That that doesn't even matter. Do (laughs) meekness does mean you could do something, but here's the kicker. But you trust God. Mm. (laughs) It's his kingdom. So he's going to do the avenging. He's going to do the conquering. You just put your trust in him. Wow. And I, I think so simple, but so powerful. I was like, dude, I, I can't. I, I, I'm just like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to write notes, but I had to sit there and shout in my head for a second because I'm like, this this is different. It's his different. And, you know, and, and God, he can hound them. Uh, hang on. Let me, how do I put this? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. Oh, man, that was good. Sorry, sorry. I'm about to read it. 
And once God has conquered, which he will, he can hand me whatever he offers. <laughs> I said, hold on real quick. I said, when we put our trust in God, I'm trying to shout on stream. When you put your trust in God, God gets to give you whatever he has, um, whatever he has come for, whatever he gives you. And you know, scripture is clear in my hand, even though I butcher scripture. You know, I read with Ephesians when I was doing the armor of God. The, what was it? Um, he took captive. Captivity captive. Ca- right. I just thought that just ring in my head. And he gave them. The gifts to men. The gifts. Mm. I said, what is going mm-hmm. on, bro? These scriptures just started just popping in my head when we're doing these, these verses, man. So I, I want to talk to someone <laughs> who, who is meek. You know, you're feeling like people are getting away with murder. And, oh. you know, you, and let me let me talk to my Christian folks. Woo. I'm not just talking about your job and stuff like that. I'm talking about you're trying to be righteous. You're trying to live for the Lord. You're just trying to be, you know, you make it content, right? Right. And you're just trying to teach people and love people. And, and you're like, man, I feel like people are running over me. You don't have to worry about it. Put your trust in God, man. Mm. Put your trust in God. Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he, he will take care of it. And, and, and you don't have to worry about it because those... Those who put their trust in the name of the Lord, you know, they, they, they'll they never be ashamed. They'll never be all these scriptures, man. And so meekness messed me up. <laughs> I, I was I was in my chair because I think about you know I have to make it personal. Oh, I have to, but I think about how I'm streaming. And I see our streamers doing this and they're doing that, and I could. Oh my God, this thing is hitting me. <laughs> right, I could. Mm-hmm. I I had the ability to do right. But I put my trust in God. Mm. And he won't let me down. Some trust in chariots. Mm. Some in their horses. Mm. <laughs> but we will put our trust in the name of the Lord. And I, I said, man, I'm like, bro. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm hype. If you if you hype, y'all should be hype. If you're, if, you're, if you're watching this, there should be some hypeness going on. Yes. If you're listening, there should be some hypeness going on, man. I said, dude, and, and going back to context of scripture, we got to remember the people he's talking to. Remember... The Jews have been overcome by Rome. Right. Okay. The They're Greeks, Hellenist Jews. Okay. The Greeks. The, the Gre- come on. The Assyrians. The Babylonians. Everybody had been beating up on them. Right. Mm. And so to hear this, like, wait a minute. Huh. The meek. Not 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 the forceful. Oh. Not the powerful. Oh man. Not people with the greatest armies. Man. The best armor. The greatest weapons. You know. Not those people. They're not going to inherit the earth because it sure feels like that's who's inheriting it. Right. <laughs> Talk about it. Look like they're getting away with it. God's like, they ain't getting away with nothing. They ain't getting away with nothing. They ain't, they ain't, they ain't getting away with nothing. Put your trust in me. That's good oh, stuff. Okay, okay. So I got to move on. I'm telling y'all these promises are something to get excited about. Get excited about the right stuff, man. I know you guys love cars, Bentleys, women and wives and relationships right. and men and stuff. I get it. I get it, right? You want promises and success? Everyone want to be the top this or whatever. I feel you, man, but this right here is the real hype. This, this, these promises right here take to the bank, get a get check. Right. You, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna have the fishy funds. You ain't gonna, <laughs> you ain't gonna have that, man. It's gonna check out, bro. You're gonna get the pot. I'm about to knock my notebook over. Okay, good stuff. All right, all right. I gotta, I gotta move on. All right. Um, I didn't do a lot of no take on this. I was so sad. But I heard in the bathroom when I was shouting in the bathroom. Cause I knew you were gonna tear this one up. 
I was lucky enough to get this one first. Yeah. But yeah. I was sad enough to be like, man, this is a horrible time to have stomach issues. You know, I've been having a little bit. Y'all pray for me because I truthfully I probably should take heed to, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, you know, the second one, the morning one, you know, not being reckless. You're talking about an old guy talking about, you know, tempting lawyer guy. I, okay, I need to take care of myself. Me and my wife are going to get you a membership. And we're eating healthier. We went to groceries, but yeah, I'm having a little bit of stomach issues. So I was salty. I missed it, but I was hearing it. Um, but man, those who thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Mm. Mm, that was good. Mm. Okay. So good. Now I'm trying to take off on this. I want y'all to get hyped. <laughs> we got to connect this one back to all the other ones. Yeah. But if I had to start one, let's go back to this one we are talking about morning. You know how you're broken about sin mm. and how you feel like, man, I just want to do right. I want to do God right. If you hunger for that, God will fill you. Wow. I, see, see, she getting excited. <laughs> she, she, she over here getting excited. Cause, we, cause, because you feel, because you feel that, that you know, and, and I talked about that word filled. Yeah. Meaning to no, satisfy. Okay. There we go. Sorry. I'm going to take that spot. And so, to satisfy the desire. So what is the desire? Righteousness. And so he says, I will satisfy that desire. You want to be right with me? I'll make sure you are. Now, this is something I did get. <laughs> well, I was coming back to my seat because you're about to transition to closing. But God is able to create that in you. Mm. God is creating. Mm. I don't know who, who, who grabbed that, but I know <laughs> I grabbed that. Because, yeah, I know it's a finished work. I believe that. But God's still creating mm. in yes. you. When, when you ask for this, God creates it. He begins to stir. Mm. There's a rumbling on the inside. Man. There's just like this thing starts to, uh, Paul told Timothy, he said, stir up the gift mm. that was in you through the laying on of my hands. Mm. And so when you have a desire for righteousness, what God does is he gives you his word. Man. And his word, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing mm. and hearing by the word of God. Jesus said, those who hear these sayings oh my God. and obey them, I will liken you to a person who built their house on a rock. That as you hear what he's saying and faith begins to produce in you and you obey that faith. Mm. Mm. And see, we, we, we did a study on faith a long time ago. So Shore Foundation yeah. has a different yeah. understanding of faith. Yeah. Faith is not just believing something. Mm. Faith is not just about, well, I, I, I'm trusting God by faith. No, faith is something that God does in us. You know, faith is a gift from God mm. that, that so that no man can boast. This mm. is something that God births in you. And how does he birth faith in you? By the word. And so he he says, take this engrafted word mm. in you that is able to save your soul. And so there's something Paul Paul said, I am not ashamed of the gospel of oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that will believe first to the Jew and then also to the Greek. And so when you hear this word, you believe it. Faith then is birthed in you, and that faith is what produces the things that God wants you to do. So when somebody says that 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 faith without works is dead, what they're saying is that they're looking at you, mm. hearing the word, and not responding, which means that that's dead. 
Because if faith was in there, faith is alive and faith is going to have you do. Oh, my God. So if you hear blessed are the poor in spirit, you just begin to depend on God. And so the more and more you hear blessed are, blessed are the poor in spirit, the more you begin to have happiness and joy and dependence upon God and you see God's provision, his power, oh his protection, God. the move of God in your life. Yeah. And you're like, wow, how is that person doing that? They just believe God. <laughs> they just what God God has convinced them deep down on the inside. What, what did he say? Uh, uh, that 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 the word of God is like a seed. Uh, in, the, in the parable of the sower, I explained that that the parable of the sower that when the seed hits good ground, it produces a harvest. Mm-hmm. And so the God is birthing things in us by faith. We accept what he says, and then he births the faith. And faith is more than just being persuaded. Faith is a product of God's intervention in our life. Yeah. We, can't, we can't really walk with God without God's intervention. Mm. Sheesh. Mm. Man, I hope y'all take Good. notes. I hope y'all believe on the Lord. Because, <laughs> man... Mm. Lord have mercy. Mm. <laughs> There's so much, man. So if I had to tie a bow on this, you said something at the end of the service. And I'm at the note table. I, I, I heard it and I, I took it in my heart real fast. Um, you said these things. And like I said, there's, there's another two chapters that this sermon goes on to. But if I had to narrow down today, these things are not commandments. They're not telling you what to do. They're not they're not saying this, do this, and do this. Jesus is saying you should. And if you should, if you if you like, hey, you know what? I believe you. These things take root in your heart and they produce a harvest. And that messed me up. Because what he's doing is that he's teaching them a character. Yeah. He's teaching them a value system. He's not just saying, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. He's saying, no, this is actually how you want to be. It's a state of being. It's not a state of doing. You can't, it doesn't say blessed are those who do poor in spirit things. Right. He He said, blessed are the poor in spirit, that this is their condition. This is their constant state. This is their position that I am dependent upon God. I am needing him day in. And they they used to sing a song when I was growing up. I need the oh, I need the every hour. That person is singing a song that depicts Mm. dependency on God. You know, I didn't get a chance to talk about this, but there was a woman, um, a, a Canaanite woman. Oh, oh man. My. This Canaanite woman uh, was being pushed to the side because Jesus said, I come for the house of Israel, the lost house of Israel. And she said, yeah, I understand. Mm. But but I have a problem that I need you to fix. And he said, you know, what? I, I can't give the dogs mm. the children's bread. And she said, well, even the dogs... Oh, God. Eat the crumbs from the table. Oh, Jesus God. said, I just cannot deny you. Oh, God. Oh, 
What you're asking, because the kingdom of heaven responds to the poor in spirit. She was poor in, I, I got it. She was poor in spirit. The kingdom of heaven just responds. It's just. It's oh the, my God. Whoo, man, oh, man, 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 man. <laughs> you can shout over that. I got a follower. Let's go. Sakuro. Uh, Sakuro, I think. Welcome, welcome to the squad, man. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. You came right in the right time, man. I hope this blessed you. It's, it's, it's just good to see that, you know, you follow. My name is Pastor TC, by the way. And forgive me, my mouse is not working. But, <laughs> man, we do this every Sunday. And um, in a couple minutes, uh, after we take a little break, I play Apex uh, on this channel. But every, when we do every time I stream, we, we have conversations about God. We just talk about God, talk about our life and where we're at. That's what we're doing today, man. We're talking the true promises of God. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the family. God to have you. And man, man, dude, this is mm. this is this has been crazy. Mm. So um <laughs> all good things, you know, must come to an end. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that ain't true. <laughs> it actually is not. It's not true anymore. <laughs> that ain't true. <laughs> God is good. And he's eternal. He'll never come to an end. Never. So, guys, this is just to be continued. <laughs> Forgive me. Right. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> you can call me Sarah. I love, I love how much you both enjoy. Uh, I love how much you both are enjoying the conversation. God bless. You. Yes. God bless you too, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank welcome. You. Welcome, welcome. We're so glad to have you, man. Yeah, we 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 do this. We 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 love the word of God, you know, and. Not not a perfect pastor, right, right. But a growing guy. So my 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 um, channel just to further elaborate, it's about growth, and um, that's what I want to say before I present the gospel. Is um, I realized this week the direction I want to take uh, my channel, which I've always believed I was going, but I really accepted it because you can believe something or, or know something, and really kind of not really grab hold of it because you're wrestling with it. But I'm able to grab hold and say, you know what, my, my channel is a process channel. And what I mean by that is, me as a pastor, I'm growing. So I'm learning how to overcome things, learning how to overcome cussing, and frustration, um, the wrong view of Jesus, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. Understanding the true promises of God. Yeah. As well as I'm transitioning, learn how to play games better, learn how to play Apex better. I'm, I'm learning, I'm growing. And that's how I want to connect things. And so, yeah, it's... I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, yes, we are all growing. Indeed. And Amen. Yeah, thank you. Because you know what? I'm sorry to let this day go. <laughs> because if he does for righteousness, he'll create it. He'll, man. Oh, this is so bad. That thing is just so... That is so lit, bro. Uh, he'll, he'll create it, man. He'll he'll feel you. He'll... Oh, he'll stir it up. Okay, 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 okay. What so... Did, what did David say? He said, create in me, me a clean a heart. Clean heart. And renewing me a right spirit. He said, how can a young man cleanse his ways? By taking heed to the word of God. Oh, my God. You know, ah, oh man, I, yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, guys, I know we're a little bit over on discussion, but I'm, 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 I, this happened yesterday. I was just too pumped. I was like, dude, I know this is horrible. I was like, I, I don't think I want to play. I think I just, I just want to continue to talk about God. I just love him so much, man. I just love the word. I love your work. Okay, listen, if you're if you're here today and you find yourself to, on my channel and you're not um, a Christian, you're not saved, um, this is probably my most favorite part of my stream. 
yeah, winning 4K badges and, you know, popping off on Apex is cool. There's nothing more cooler than seeing your soul eternally saved, eternally connected with the Lord, and eternally walking with the Lord. And I say all of those. Because it's just not, you know, um, when you're saved, that's amazing. But I want you to continue because that's how you know your salvation is real, is that you continue with God. What do you mean by continue, Pastor TC? Well, what I'm saying to you is, yeah, you will make mistakes, but you keep continuing. You keep going forward. You keep pressing. You keep hungry for righteousness. God will fill you. You walk with brethren. This is my bro. This is my pastor. This is my God dad. You keep growing with brethren. You get taught. That's You're okay. You're, you're, you're one step closer to heaven. Your life for eternal life is beginning here, and it will continue when you're with Jesus, man. So if that's you today... I want to present to you the gospel, and I'm excited about doing this because as we learn about the Beatitudes today, when do we know is God's a promise keeper? If you <clears> call <throat> upon the name of the Lord, man, he, he will save you. And so that's where I'm going to start from, man, is if you have been mourning, you've been, you've been beating yourself up, this world's been doing a number on you to tell you ain't good enough, and it will. It will. Make no mistake. It will. You feel like, man, I just don't add up. I'm, 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 I'm so horrible. I'm, I feel like I'm the worst of the worst, man. Man, God will comfort you. Mm -hmm. God will save you. So Romans ten nine says this: that if you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, the Bible is very clear: you will be saved. And I kept saying scripture all day, so you want to know where it's at? Uh, Romans ten ten. Here we go. Those who come upon the name of the Lord will not be put to shame. So this is all one scripture together. You call upon the name of the Lord, man. You confess him with your mouth. Man, you're saved right there instantaneously. God, God won't let you down. I promise you. He hasn't let me down. He hasn't let you down. And he won't let you down. I got one. What? I got a comment? Let me go. Let me, let me read this real quick and we're going to pray. Um... But once you join Jesus, why should someone stop? So I totally understand that moment when you're enjoying God and starting a game late, but having in mind that in God there's eternity. Oh my yes, God. Yes, yeah. Sarah, I love yeah. you already. Um, eternity, <laughs> so we can't and shouldn't limit the time we spend with yes. God. Yes. That's right. Hallelujah. Dude, welcome you family, family for real. Fam, bam. She, she understands. <laughs> so... <laughs> So that's you today. Um, what I want you to do is repeat after me. We're going to pray. And all of us are going to pray. And uh, my moderator, which is my wife, Miss TCL Gaming, she's going to put the Discord link in there. And you can reach out to me, Discord, <clears throat> afterwards. And we can talk more about what happens after this choice. But for now, let's, let's pray. So, Father God. Father God. I'm confessing with my mouth. Confess with my mouth. The Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. And I believe. And I believe. You God. You God. Raised him from the dead. Raised him from the dead. Save me, God. Save me. You said. You said. If I call upon you. If I call upon you. You will save me. You will save me. I will not be put to shame. I will not be put to shame. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with righteousness. Fill me with righteousness, God. I am yours. I am yours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You are saved. Woo! You are saved. And man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm in, I'm a lit, man. We That's better than 20,000 subs, man. That you're yeah. going to heaven, bro. You're going to be with me. Thank I'm going to see God. you again. And now we yeah. walk together. Once not people of God, now you are people of God, man. You in here, man. And he won't forsake you. 
Amen. I won't forsake you because we're all connected together, man. Amen. So I'm excited for you. Hit up a Discord link, man, and we can we can talk more. You're like, hey, man, I got questions. Where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. I got you, man. I got you. We, we can do this together. Just because we online doesn't mean we can't connect, man. I'm stronger than a Wi-Fi single, baby. I got you, okay? So <laughs> we in this thing together, all right? So. <laughs> Oh, all man. right okay <laughs> so we have the announcements today uh so <laughs> uh, my stream is not over yet but i do want to shout out my apostle real quick he has a, if you guys love today's word man you want to get pumped about the word this guy's got to go to i'm telling you he has a podcast and i want you to induce your podcast yeah we got the we got the love thy neighbor podcast network on anchor on apple on spotify anywhere where podcasts are um, just look up Anthony Wilson and the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network. You should be able to find me, especially on Apple or CastBox or any of those. Um, if you want to reach out to me, um, you can go to the Love Thy Neighbor Podcast Network WordPress.com. I've got all of my stuff on there. Um, got books, got blogs. Um, we even have a brand new shoe coming out. Um, you can go and click my link there and go and surf around and look at the, the shoes and the and the gear and things like that um, just to support um, our channel and the work that we're doing. We, we, we're full-time ministry, you know, so um, I'm a missionary pastor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I live life on mission, and this is, this is what I do. Uh, I share the Word of God. I try to live the Word of God to the best of my ability. We're all right. growing in that, right? <laughs> um, and, and so reach out to me. Um, if you want to support my channel, you can go to anchor.fm slash Anthony dash Wilson slash support anchor.fm slash Anthony dash Wilson slash support. Um, if you want to help us out as we are uh, doing the work of ministry. Yes, Amen. we are. Yes, we are. Well, guys, you stay tuned. Um, we're going to take about a 10 to 15 minute break. I'm going to walk my apostle out, chill with him for a second, and then we're going to get to some Apex. Oh.